Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and welcome back to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. Thanks for joining us. We hope your your year is going well so far. Um, Healing Quest is about energy medicine and integrative health and the latest in the natural options that are available to help keep all of us healthy and well. Uh, So a month or so ago, something very frustrating happened here on Healing Quest. Uh, We were having a lively conversation on a topic that's probably of interest to all of our listeners, and we ran out of time before we had a chance to cover everything we we wanted to discuss. Our topic of that conversation was the marketing myths in the natural health world of probiotics, and we were speaking with an expert on probiotics, Kieran Christian, the chief science officer of Just Thrive Health. It's a big topic because it involves the health of our body and the health of our pocketbook. So today we're going to continue our conversation with Kieran so we can learn what to believe and what to avoid when it comes to dietary supplements and the health of our gut microbiome. Kieran is joining us by Zoom from Florida. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Judy. Hi, Roy. How are you? (laughs) Uh, We're good. We're we're good. And and you're doing well? I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, Hyperbole has always been a problem in advertising, but is it becoming more of an issue with digestive and immune system products like probiotics? I mean, how much difference really can marketing lies make in this area? You know, it's uh, it's absolutely critical in my opinion. I, th- I think, you know, more often than not, we have uh, ineffective products being touted as effective and effectiveness when it comes to things like digestive health and immune health is critical. You know, we, we, we know coming, going through this pandemic that it, both digestive and immune health in itself is a critical component to how people fare in a health crisis um, like the one we're going through right now and have been in the last year. Um, and, and so much of your overall health and wellness, your outcomes in the long term are determined by your digestive health and your immune health. And so products that are effective can be really beneficial to people. And unfortunately, there are so many ineffective products that are marketed quite well to to create the illusion of effectiveness that people spend their hard-earned money on that will likely not give them any sort of long-term returns. So I I think it's a big issue. And, um, you know, know, and I think there are too many companies and marketeers and players out there that are willing to make a quick buck and not really provide people with something valuable. So how about the claim that probiotics should have 10 or 15 different strains? You know, that's one of the key examples of just marketing nonsense. There's no scientific substantiation behind that. You know, I would rather have a probiotic with one clinically tested effective strain than 10 random strains that have never been tested together or haven't been tested by themselves, let alone together as a formulation. And so that is one of those things that a marketeer who came up with a 15 strain formula started creating this new uh, paradigm that you have to have 15 strains in your formula in order for it to be effective, right? There's no science behind any of that. There's no stipulation that you have to have a certain number of strains in order for a product to be effective. And if you hear that, if you read that on packaging, if you see that in sales materials, if you hear someone saying that online, you know right away they have no idea what they're talking about, and they're probably selling you a whole lot of nonsense. What about the claim that probiotics need to be refrigerated? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, just when you think about it logically, right? I mean, you're, you're, the probiotic is refrigerated because it's so sensitive. It cannot sit and survive at room temperature, which is typically about 78 degrees or 70 degrees. Um, how is it ever going to survive at 98 degrees in your body in one of the harshest environments for bacteria, especially going down your digestive tract, right? Trying to pass through your, your mouth, your, um, your stomach, your stomach acid, your bile salts in the small gut, the pancreatic enzymes in the small gut, and then, of course, competition from 40 trillion other organisms that are already existing in that space. So these highly sensitive, you know, let, let me call them dainty little bacteria that are sitting in the refrigerator that cannot sit on the countertop in your kitchen have no chance of surviving through or functioning in your digestive environment. Because the moment you take those, they're going to die in your stomach. Well, I okay, I think that's pretty clear. Do you all hear that? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're just joining us, you're listening to Healing Quest, and I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenharst, and we're talking with microbiologist Kieran Krishnan about marketing myths in the world of probiotics. Well, before we run out of time here, let's talk about another big one, and that is the accuracy of labeling on probiotic products. Yeah, so that is a major issue as well. There was a publication uh, um, in the Journal of Nature, I believe, in 2015 uh, that showed that 94% of probiotics that a university group bought online and, and at health food stores, and then when they tested the organisms in the product, they found there to be completely different organisms in the capsule than what was claimed on the product. Uh, that were what was claimed on the label, uh, product label. That is a huge issue, right? So 94% of the products they tested were mislabeled. And one of the key reasons for that is when, when a manufacturer is, is putting together a probiotic product and they order, um, let's say, lactobacillus acidophilus as a, as a probiotic from a supplier, what comes to them is a big drum of powder. And in that, that drum of with that drum of powder, there's a piece of paper that says this is lactobacillus acidophilus. Now the manufacturer, the probiotic, will just take that powder and blend it into whatever they're blending it into, and then encapsulate it. They're not actually sending out that powder to do the genetic analysis that's required to verify that it is lactobacillus acidophilus. That's not a common practice yet in the probiotic industry, and because of that, when you buy low quality strains the cheap versions, the generic versions of strains, which is what is used in the vast majority of probiotic products to try to keep costs low, you really have no idea what you're actually getting, right? Because you're not buying these strains from really high quality manufacturers that are experts in bacterial manufacturing. You're buying it from low quality commodity suppliers that is sending you a drum of powder with a piece of paper that says it's this strain. And most manufacturers are not checking it, right? So that becomes a big issue. So in many of the products that you find in retail, you really don't know what you're actually taking. And here's the scary thing about the 2015 study. All of the products that they tested were children's probiotics, right? So it's, it's even more of a sensitive market. And these are moms that are that, and dads that are spending their hard-earned money with perfectly good intention of trying to improve the health and outcomes of their kids. And 94% of the products were completely were, were labeled incorrectly, having completely different strains in the capsule than what's actually found in the label, right? So that's the problem. 
Kieran says that for probiotic consumers, the answer to that problem is to rely on products that have clinical research not just on ingredients, but on the final formula of the product, so their buying decision can be based on facts, not hype. I think if we can get back to, to, to the simple uh, position of, of facts are facts and there are no alternative facts, right? And, the, and there are no, uh, there's no spinning of the facts. And science is based on fact and logic and reasoning. And ultimately, for a product to be effective, especially when it comes to a probiotic, because these are living organisms, it's not as simple as something like a vitamin. It's a far more complex entity than a single molecule vitamin. It's a living organism with its own genetic and metabolic material and capability. When it comes to something more complex, like a biological entity, you have to have the research to back it. You know, I can launch a vitamin C product tomorrow using ascorbic acid and not do a single study on it and know that it's effective because the ascorbic acid I put out into the market is exactly the same as all of the ascorbic acid that has been researched in studies for the last 50 years, right? I can lean on those studies to support my efficacy, but you cannot do that with biological entities like microbes because each microbe is unique in its own right. It functions differently and it functions differently in the lab than it does in the human body. When it goes in and starts interacting with all of your microbes that are already in the body, it can, it can churn out different things than it ever would in a lab or in a laboratory animal for that, for that, uh, for, as an example. And so when it comes to probiotics, especially in the supplement industry, people have to focus on products that have clinical research on the final formula. That's really critical because without that, you really don't know what the products are doing in your system. What great advice. Thank you, Kieran. When choosing a probiotic, always look for one or ask for one that has clinical research on the final formula. Well, we've been speaking with microbiologist Kieran Krishnan. He's the chief science officer for Just Thrive Probiotics. And you can find out more at justthrivehealth.com. That's justthrivehealth.com. Up next, we're going to talk to a natural health visionary who wants to change the way all of us think about health and healing. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available on our website at healingquest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio. 